It's a good show. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. You'll find out what happened to Frankenstein and other stuff that never happened. Freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. There, I did it. I just committed instead of pre-planning. Uh-huh. I just committed to it. Um, are, what, what, should we just do these ads without having read them yet? <laughs> are they for this week? Is they are for, right for this now? week. We should probably read them a little beforehand, don't you nah, think? Nah, we know what they are. No? Just get right into it? Yeah, what's this one? All right. But, s- sell me something, Kyle. But, okay. Hey, Dave. Uh-huh. You like uh, you like hot meats? I, oh, you know I do. Like that hot beef? Uh-huh. Well, guess what? What's that? Butcher Box is offering finely ground beef that's clean and delicious. It is taken from the most flavorful sections of the animal. The beef consists of trimmings from the sirloin and chuck, which makes it so versatile. Mm-hmm. Love a good versatile beef. Oh, yeah. Cooks fast. Look out. Coming mm-hmm. at you quick. So it's perfect for quick weeknight dinners. You know us. We're always on the go. Uh-huh. Right now, new members will get two pounds of this delicious ground beef for free in every box for the life of your subscription. Two pounds of just beef. That's pretty two, good. Two pounds of free beef. Mm-hmm. I'd take eight. Hey, that's worth two pounds of free beef. <laughs> People might be asking Kyle. They might say, hey, Dave and Kyle, what is Butcher Box? That sounds like a threat, like you're uh-huh. going to punch somebody. Hey, how about two pounds of free beef? <laughs> and then it looks like where you're like getting your fist running. No charge. It's on me. Uh, Butcher Box delivers healthy, 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, free-range organic chicken, and heritage breed pork. It starts with a uh, commitment to raising animals humanely and free of antibiotics and hormones. That's a good thing uh, for even a guy like me who's not eating the meats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, each box comes like with a, that. <clears throat> 8 to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 24 individual-sized meals, or about 10 of mine. Uh, you can choose five <laughs> different box types. Uh, you can choose all beef. You can choose beef and chicken. You can choose beef and pork. You can choose mixed box, mixed or you can meat. do a custom box, let you choose your own cuts. My, my mailed box of mixed beef. <laughs> Right now, you get 20 bucks off your first box and two pounds of free ground beef in every box uh, for the life of your subscription, by the way. So you hook up now, you get two pounds of ground beef every month till the end of your subscription. Uh, go to butcherbox.com slash boogie. That's booger, <laughs> butcherbox.com slash boogie. It's boogerbox slash butcher. No. No, uh, don't see. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. got to do it nice. Yeah. That's uh, the meats. That's uh, butcherbox.com slash boogie. There it is. Twenty dollars off, two pounds of free ground beef for the order for the for the for the life of your order. That's good. I like that they're making them nice. Mm-hmm. They, you know, just uh, raise them nice. Yeah, if you're gonna eat them. Yeah, absolutely. raise them nice. Give them a good life. Yeah, we we're talking about uh, last week f- uh, factory farming. So this is like uh, the polar opposite of that. This is uh, the humane way, the the correct way yeah. to do that. Do that for them. Mm-hmm. Speaking of getting uh, meat delivered to your door, what about some? Uh, what about some? Uh, what about your back door? What about your your? What about your beef back door, Dave? Because guess what? Adam and Eve is back, and they want to send some special treats to your meat door. Um, what are you? 
<laughs> you ever call your butthole your meat door? No, I haven't yet. Well, you, you, everybody will now. But I will. Uh, AdamandEve.com for a limited time only. You'll get 50% off just about any item. I don't know how limited this time is, but uh-huh. it seems like it's been forever. Yeah. But you know, that's our favorite stuff is oh. Adam and Eve. Yeah. The two people that God made uh, <laughs> first are here to sell you stuff that goes where, Dave? Up your butt. Up your God-made beef door. (laughs) (laughs) And you select one item at 50% off. You'll also get three free adult DVDs. Uh, We've made all the jokes we can about Uh this. And a free mystery gift. You know what it is? A butcher box. It's it's two pounds of free beef. You get nine nine dildos and three pounds of finely ground beef. And do what you want with it. Stick Uh. your dick in it. Who cares? (laughs) You can do that with the butcher. Nobody's telling you you got to eat the stuff from butcher box. Anyway, to top it all off, they'll even throw in free shit. Shipping. Get it right there. Get it Ugh. sent from their door to yours, from their front door to your back door. AdamandEve.com. Use code, code Boogie at checkout. B-O-O-G-I-E at AdamandEve.com. You betcha. Mm-hmm. And then here we go. Oh, I got we got a new email from the producer. He almost heard us making those ads and uh, can tell we've been dropped. Um, no. <laughs> Uh, that's it. We didn't despair. It's good. It's uh, you know, you get you get uh, you know, get your athletic uh, sex going, mm-hmm. and then have a nice lean lean beef dinner afterwards. Yeah. Athletic sex. Why is it going to be athletic? Well, you know, because uh, you know you want to work up uh, an appetite. Huh. Okay. Just lay around. Yeah. This sounds like you're putting on a football helmet. I, I'm not gonna. You know what? AdamandEve.com. Uh huh. Didn't you use ha- code Boogie? That <laughs> might have. Uh, that might be a. Uh, they might have that there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have some uh some fuck helmets. <laughs> Y'all got fuck helmets. Oh man. So yeah, either way you're getting fun stuff delivered to your this is, these are two good ads this mm-hmm. week. These yeah. are two good I like it. You could tell when we care about the ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody none of these sponsors have ever listened. <coughs> as long as they keep sending those checks, baby. Yeah. Keep us. Because we're influencers now. Keep us flush with mm. this, uh, all the Brita water and Coors Light we can handle. <laughs> oh, what's going on, man? Oh, man. Just another uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Just uh, glad mm-hmm. to be alive. I'm on a I kept telling him, like, yeah, don't come over yet. I'm going to go on a bike ride. Haven't been on a bike. I, the thing I love to do, and I'm too lazy to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I took last night off. That's why I thought today I would have some motivation. But mm-hmm. even, I was like, still not there yet. Ten plus days of just drinking and why not, man? Why, why, why this? Uh, why, why are you in a hole? I just been out. I've been out too much. You know, I hate, I hate admitting, but like you drink every night, and it puts you, it puts you in a downer mood, puts hmm. you in like a, the daytime mood of like uh, nothing. I'm not going to get nothing done. Mm-hmm. Last week was regular busy. Mm-hmm. It was good busy, but then I was out, not sleeping. <clears throat> I got to get that good sleep. Yeah, you know why is nobody look at those mattress people? Everybody on the other podcasts get mattresses. Yeah. Were we supposed to get furniture one time? Yeah, we were. What Never. was that? What was that company called? That was they, Burrow. Yeah, they fucked up. Yeah, supposed to send us both a couch. Yeah. Never saw that shit. Nope. So we're gonna have to look into nope. that. So don't shop at Burrow. So you're not sleeping well, man? I mean I'm sleeping I'm getting booze sleep, mm-hmm. which is five hours, mm-hmm. four and a half hours, and I wake up. Do you uh I've noticed this with my sleep in the last year or two, I'm uh, I'm mixing up my positions. Like like used to, I I don't really remember how I used to sleep, you know, when I was younger or whatever. But now I've just got two positions, so it's just one of two positions, and I can't sleep 
if any other way. So. What? Well, I sleep on my side, like completely on my side. Sure, sure. With my legs straight, I look like a sleep missile. You know, <laughs> just just a aerodynamic. Well, I'm not nothing about me is aerodynamic. Sleep missile. But uh, so I do that. <laughs> Called night boners. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is like I'll t- from that position I'll just go inward about forty five degrees and just kind of sleep on my shoulder in a kind of like fetal position I'll pull the feet up the legs up but oh. uh, those are my only two like I can't sleep on my back anymore because I snore I yeah sleep on well my back. that's yeah like I've been sleeping all over the place here like a like a rescue cat because yeah. I can't uh, yeah you know we can have separate uh, sleep areas how how often does that happen. Every night now. Now I got this this snore app, uh-huh. and it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like orange is epic, and there's like huge chunks of. I guess I'm just blasting out. You trying the breathe right strips? Yeah, I got those. I do those. Let's help a little bit. So every night, like you're just well, turning into Warden June Cleaver. Yeah, oh man. Separate, yeah, yeah, well, they had yeah, separate beds, but well, not separate bedrooms. Yeah, that was. But I just but just boozing too. Yeah. I've been, I've been boozing. I've been out there boozing. What you been doing boozing wise? You've been doing the liquor, well, the beer, everything? I'm mixing it. Yeah. Really. And then had like like the days where you got hangovers, you're like, tonight, take it easy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, ah, I feel like shit. You know what's gonna make me feel happy? Booze. Do you have a go to uh like hangover remedy? Or not a remedy, but something that you know No, I don't do I take the I, edge I, off. I take it. Oh. You, know how, you know how you are with pain and your weird hot showers like yeah. a creep? Uh huh. I, just, I won't take aspirin or anything. Really? No, because I'm like, I did this. I think that's the Catholic. See, I'm that exact same way with food. Like, I won't take antacids or – I was dabbling with Tums for a while, and then I realized that I shouldn't be having that calcium because of my kidney stones. But, like, I oh, okay. I don't mess with Pepto, antacids, nothing. If I eat a bowl of chili at 1 in the morning – that's that. That was my decision. I got to deal with the consequences. Yeah, I feel like like yeah, like I'm teaching myself, except I won't won't learn the lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm punishing myself, and then I will like like if I had a kid, it'd be like kid would just be like, cool. What would you do? You hit me for doing whatever I did. I'm going to do it again the next day. Yeah, I'm my own frustrated parent. Hmm. I go look what you did. Sucks, right? Well, you don't get any aspirin. Oh yeah, watch this mm-hmm. tequila. Mm-hmm. Well, you're stubborn. It's cool. I'm only 42. You're a thick-headed bastard. Fucking idiot. This fucking idiot. You've been drinking, like, at home or out and about? You know, you start here. Yeah. Pre-game. Yeah. Took, took last night off. Mm-hmm. What is your go-to drink? Book. Yeah, I, got, I just drink beers. Mm-hmm. Then, But then, oh, there have been some cider. I've been drinking sour beer. I don't drink any craft beer, but sour beers mm-hmm. get me. I don't think it's I've like, had a sour it's a funky, beer. It's a funky taste. Really? What? What? How would you? Is it fruity? It can be, mm-hmm. but it's like a, it's like a, like a, not even Sour Patch Kids. Remember like the sour, like, like the, the it was like a gumball, but sour candies with the powder on it. Yeah. Where it never even gets sweet, like mm-hmm. not for a while. Yeah. It's like that. Really? In I, beer form. Yeah, and I hate all the other craft beers, but that stuff I don't. I could party with it. I hate craft beer too. I have ventured out until uh, we get sponsored by one. Yeah, be all like, got an oatmeal finish. The only like non-white trash domestic beer I'll drink. Like I prefer Budweiser and Coors, and mm-hmm. um, but I have started to like the um, New Belgium Fat Tire. Oh, that stuff's all right. Yeah, because I like an amber. Like if I if yeah. I gotta like get fancy and get something you know that's not just coarse, 
Yeah. I, I'll, I'll ask for like an amber. No, I, I agree yeah. with that. A red ale or something. Well, red red ales aren't bad. But yeah, that new Belgian Killian's Irish red. I used to I used to rock that all the time. You can't find that anymore, at least around here. Yeah, that was uh, way back. Do an anchor day. steam once in a while. Yeah, I never had that. But yeah, that new Belgian fat tires. One time I was at a, at a I ordered a flat tire, and the guy laughed at me, and I was like, "Yeah, well, it's it's not that far off. It's not like I ordered a yeah. asparagus cream of asparagus. Give me a spare tire. Oh yeah, what did you order one time? Well, what'd you say? I, it, it said special on the chalkboard, cream of asparagus, and I just I don't know why I thought that was like a joke shot. And I was like, let me get two of those cream of asparagus, and he just looked at me like, where the fuck were we? We were at uh, Pappy and Harry's. Seeing old 97s. That's what that was. Because I was already thinking about it, and then I was like, God, what do you want? And you're like, give me a course light, and then you're like, you know what? Give me one of those uh, cream of asparagus shots. You were joking, and I was like, hey, that's not a bad idea. That's right. <laughs> oh, man, that's what I got scared about. As I was reading about drinking too much, and you know, it doesn't kill your brain cells, but it affects your memory. I can't remember shit right now. Really? Ten days on the sauce. I was trying to talk about the movie Idiocracy mm-hmm. the other yesterday morning. I was like, the movie where it's the future, but it's bad, and it's the guy he's got a brother. Thinking about Owen, Will, like Luke Wilson. Oh yeah, and that, I was that just in the character because I, I was dumb because it wasn't somebody I was friends with. And I'm like, I'm like, let me jump into this conversation and then start it off down a path where there was no return. Yeah, and I, thank God he's like idiocracy. I'm like. Yes, that, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, everybody t- quotes that movie, or not quotes it, but references it, and, and I love Mike Judge. I don't think I've ever been able to finish that movie. Like, I like the concept. When it's on, I'm like, oh, and I'll get into it for like 20 minutes, and then I just get bored, because no, it's so dumb. Good, good idea, poorly executed. Yeah, it's so dumb. Uh, but know, I, I love Mike that. Judge, though. Hey, I just saw Keith Morris at Gelson's. You know what's funny? I just looked at Twitter and Josh Hannes is like, I was behind uh, Billy Gibbons at at, at uh, Ralph's. Really? <laughs> From ZZ Top. Oh, man. That you like said that sentence when I read this other one. Ooh, serendipity. Yeah. That's, that, that's in line for what we're thinking here. That's weird. Circle Jerks. He was in Black Flag, wasn't he? Uh, he was b- he, right before Rollins. Yeah, he was Black Flag and he was Circle Jerks. He loved that mop of disgusting dreadlocks. Yes, yes he does. I've seen him several times in L.A. I, uh, yeah, he lives in Los Feliz. He yeah. used to work at Millie's, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I used to see him over at the uh, Fish Taco joint. Oh, yeah, man. He has got rough Yeah, I nev- never understood the white boy dreads or black guy dreads. Like, I, I, I get it's more culture, culturally significant for a black dude to wear them, but, like, well, what, what's a white guy rocking? The, it's so gross. It's uh, it's, it's just definitely less, less less of an American. You see Australia a lot. I think really? it's. I'm not quite sure, uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, very few people could pull it off where I would want to be next to them. Yeah, because you know? like to get them, it you just have to neglect your hair for like a year. Or two, uh, right? Well, they can be done professionally. Uh-huh. If I mean, I think it's a. Uh, here we go, wading into the waters of problematic discussion. <laughs> it seems that uh, there I will. I'm saying I am commenting on uh, black hair. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it's a way to manage uh, uh, curly hair, tightly curly hair, mm-hmm. like uh, African American people may mm-hmm. have. But I don't know. Hmm. But when someone with straight hair has dreads, you could tell it looks like shit they pulled out of a vacuum bag. Yeah. 
And uh, and it wasn't meant to be that way. Just a and big I, mass. I thought dreads Just... were the coolest thing when I was in high school. Really? I thought I couldn't have them. Uh huh. I remember trying, and all I did was. Did just, you really try? Yeah, I'm bald for a reason. How... I deserve to be bald. What's the longest your hair has ever been? <clears throat> like when you were all trying to get dreads. Full full mullet. Oh no! I just would like like roll my hand over one part of my head, trying to get one little thin blonde hair tornado going. <laughs> And it would never work. It would just look like I just dragged my head across the ground. Mm-hmm. But I, I had that. I tried. I tried so much dumb shit with my hair mm-hmm. that I deserve to be bald. I don't like. There's no surprise. I know that's not why you go bald. But if it was like, well, no, your hair was like this sucks. You know, poor working condition. It's unionized and headed. <laughs> They never uh, got what they wanted out of the strike, and they never returned, and the factory shut down. Only thing worse than that is the uh, the beard dread. Like even now, you'll see who's like a, doing like that? a homeless guy. You'll see like that, a homeless yeah, guy with that's just not a, a big rope coming out of his. That's chin. not by choice. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. Would you? You always just have this. You just had a sensible haircut. Yeah, I've never. It's always been pretty. Like I had like a like in high school. Like playing football and stuff, I would have like a real like cop cut, like oh, a yeah. real high and tight. You ever had a mullet? Uh, never had the mullet. I did try to uh, bring back. I think at the beginning of our venture into the Boogie Monster, I was trying to. Uh, I was trying to rock the. Um, what am I trying to say? Rat tail. Oh, that's you were doing a thing because doing a bit of style. There. Yeah, I was trying something different because it was right when. All this alt right Richard Spencer shit was going mm-hmm. starting to starting up again, and I noticed that all these alt right fuckers uh, were rocking they, my haircut. They were pegging the haircut. Yeah, because I keep it real tight on the sides a lot of times and kind of grow it out on top. And I was like, oh man, I look like one of those idiots. So I was like, I'm gonna grow a rat tail. I'm forty, and uh, yeah, I, I I let go of that pretty it's quick. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's just a like. I'm glad that went away. Like that's just a, it's just a. It's not like a huge. It's not like a big statement haircut. It was yeah. just a sensible, mm-hmm. clean cut for a men's hairline. Yeah. So I'm glad that went away. But yeah, and I used to shave my head some. I used to rock the, the shaved head. But that now that I'm, I'm like I'm. I don't have as much hair as I used to. But like, see, like it's taking a walk yours, back. Yours, like you're kind of owning what you got there. You know, it looks good. Well, I don't but have like, a choice, so that's good. But like. My, like if I were to shave my head now, there would just be this weird little peninsula, you know, these weird little islands of hair where you know where I'm not like balding yet, but like you know, but I don't yeah, have no, the male pattern baldness, but I can't rock the shaved head without unless I brought it all the way down, you know, because it would just look. You, everybody can rock the shave. Again, I, were we talked about this like dudes that have had hair and start losing it later, like in their thirties or forties. And they panic because that's been part of their life. Yeah. You know, leading up to it. Whereas my shit fell out early. So I'm like, no, I'm, I'm bald and I'm going bald and I've, I've accepted that as my look. But like, the, I'm fascinated with, I mean, this is like low rent. Con- it, like, I think hair plugs, that's an idea of a conspiracy theory if you're lying about them. Huh. If you're telling people, no, this is my natural hair and it's not. That's mm-hmm. like, that's a cover up. That's a <laughs> literal cover up of your bald ass head. Like I, I we talked about before. I have no problem. Somebody's like, "Yeah, I got them done." Like, it'd be fun to have hair. Yeah, just give me hair. I get it. And people are like, "Is it? Fake? Yeah, it's fake. Who gives a shit?" Mm-hmm. I wanted hair now. I still think you should should get a toupee. Just put a, get a piece on there. Like Costanza got a toupee and signed yeah. one time. 
<laughs> he had one in real life for a while. I remember him Did doing he? talk shows. And he's like, yeah, I just wanted hair. Huh. When, how me. old were you when you started losing your hair? Like significantly to where you're like, oh, shit. Oh, like I could tell it was going in my early 20s. Really? Yeah, it was thin to begin with and it was always on the way out. Oh, went to high school with a guy who at 16, 17 looked like you do now. Like full on. Man. Like... I didn't mean to. I mean, this guy looked no, like shit. You no, know, the no, way I you get, look like I, now. I got it. I got it. It's, uh, <laughs> but no, he like full on male pattern baldness at like 16, 17. And we were all like, damn, dude, sorry. Well. He's like, whatever. Yeah, that was the thing. I was always like doing punk rock stuff. So I'm like, yeah, that's my hardcore haircut. Shave it off. Yeah. And then I was like, I'll grow it back. And it's like, no, it's not there anymore. Like, oh, whoops. Man, you're, uh, I noticed, uh, your, your, your beard. I always keep my beard about the same, mm. but like, it's fun to see how yours fluctuates in your, oh, um, yeah, I'll take it down now. And your, yeah. uh, this is not happening. That just came out last week, by the way. Yeah, Great I was looking, set, by oh, the way. Oh, thanks. Buddy. Giant beard. Look yeah, good. I forget that. I think it was, I think it was taping, uh, and I had hair too, cause I was taping those who cancel. I was looking like a real piece of shit to play Rod. But, you know uh, what you <laughs> should do again? Do you remember about, Six seven years ago, Whoa. you grew your the the back of your hair out. You were looking like Carlin. Do you remember that, dude? That was a real bad look. Fully bald on top, long cool. all around. No man, why not? <laughs> you were leaning into oh. it. You look like a real sleaze ball. Yeah, but even that, there's like only so many days you could look at yourself in the mirror <laughs> and feel good about that. Yeah. You know, like I still, I'm like I'm, I want. To look the best I can with what I got mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah. And it's also to try, like, it's a long time to be like, oh, every day I look like shit. And yeah. it's never getting to a point like, grow it out and then you can style it. There's nothing to style. <laughs> I would comb it over because it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. You should grow out like a Neil Hamburger comb over. Oh, man, it's that, you don't understand that, like, it's t- it's a long gag that affects my self-esteem, man. <laughs> Look, I already got to look at these stupid tattoos. I'm going to look at this shit every day like, oh, look at this. Remember this was funny for two weeks after you got it? No. What no. Which tattoo of yours do you regret the most? Look at all of them, dude. They're all dumb. Oh, man. They're all dumb. You're a rad dude. They're, they're all they're all bad. Um, What do we want to... I don't know. Oh, I got to tell what you about wild uh, off about. I went uh, went on a little weekend excursion. Yeah, went down to uh, Katie's sister has a place down in um, Corona del Mar, which is right next to Newport Beach, uh, and uh, Coronas of the Sea. Yeah, <laughs> is that what is Del Mar mean of the sea? Yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. So um, I always joke when we go to like I have a show in Marina del Rey, uh-huh. and I'd be like, "Oh, this means in Spanish, it's." Ray's Marina. It was like, no, it's the king. It means king. I'm like, no, pretty sure it means Ray's Marina. It's Marina of Ray. Dude, I haven't spent a lot of time down there. I like that whole area. I like Long Beach, Newport Beach. Like, it's pretty really? bougie, but it's yeah, just, it's it's just orange, so different. Orange County. It's so different. Like, I don't know. It was it was real nice. She's uh, She's got a little place about two blocks from the ocean. And uh, so we, and she's, Katie was house sitting. So I came down uh, Saturday night just for a day. And uh, dude, next morning, went on a nice little walk on the beach. Little morning, just a little morning romantic walk on the beach. Sure. And uh, then we went over to Balboa Island, which I guess is mm-hmm. just this little island. It's essentially Newport Beach. I think it's kind of the same little town, but Balboa Island's just yeah, it's 100 a, yards 
little it's bridge. like a neighborhood. Yeah. A small just, neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's an actual island, though. Yeah. A little, small little trek across the bridge. And it looked like the damn Truman Show. Like, it just looked like... Quaint. Too quaint. Like, it just seemed fiction. Like, it's <clears throat> so cute. It's what happens when people are rich. Yeah, I guess so, man. But yeah, walking on the beach over there, like, all those houses that are right on the beach. Yeah, like, yeah. You, your backyard is literally the Pacific Ocean. I, mean, I think Ocean. half of those are just rental properties. It's insane. Because the street that they're on, like, from the front of the house, it just looks like a little ranch-style house. Yeah. But because it's kind of propped up on a cliff or whatever, when you walk around back, you're like, oh, that's a four-story house. There's four levels. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's <clears throat> so deceiving. It goes down to the yeah. <clears throat> down to the beach. Yeah, but you got to enter it from the top. Yeah. That well, we were staying there for Thanksgiving, but that 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 area that's like like you get the feeling of a lot of people there like have just have the money to get out of whatever situation they get into. Yeah, you know, like a little bit of an like it just uh, it it was like too well to do. Yeah, it's like where you like, and I'm not trying to be say something disparaging uh-huh. about <laughs> your lady's family or anything. Because it's not everybody, mm-hmm. but just the general vibe of like, there's only so many luxury cars you can dealerships you can go like yeah so many Lamborghini dealerships you can go by be like this has there's people aren't doing things yeah the right <laughs> that's where the Dirty John thing happened mm-hmm. that was like down yeah. there and like you, you when you go down there you're like oh absolutely yeah oh I could tell yeah. Yeah, it just seemed like a different country. It just seemed like, yeah. oh, d- nobody here even works. Like, I'm sure they do, but it just seems like this is just where rich people go to, to exactly. start a new life. And I don't know if it, I mean, maybe that's jealousy on my part. You know, I never knew that life. But it's like people that just are unaware yeah. that someone could not be <laughs> have the same level of wealth they have. Yeah. That's what, that's why I mean, it just seems unaware. Mm-hmm. That someone like people exist otherwise. Yeah, you know that people could go without, and by without I mean not having a Lamborghini. Yeah, and it was just like I don't know. I guess living around here, you know, there's all types in L.A. You know, you're in Beverly Hills. There's the rich, some of the richest people in the world, and then two miles uh, to the east, you're in shitty ass Hollywood where there's mm-hmm. you know heroin addicts staggering around. But like living around here, you, you see all types, all walks of life. But down there, there's just one type, just one walk of life. It's yeah, it Man, was yeah. We were crazy. like, God, but it's like people just like look like people jogging are still like put together in yeah. the face. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I want to see somebody <laughs> like in bad shape exercising. Yeah, that's motivation. <laughs> um, but while we were down there, I was kind of wandering around. And uh, I took the long way home uh, through Long Beach. Man, I do like Long Beach. Long Beach, you got a little bit of everything down in Long Beach, but I just uh, I dig Long Beach. And I no drove- Long Beach a little a little seedy. Yeah, I like it. I, I like Long Beach, but I drove past. I didn't go. I have never been into, but I drove past the Queen Mary. Yeah, and I thought, huh, let's. Uh, that'd be a good topic. Yeah, to man, discuss. that's haunted. Haunted boat. It's haunted as shit. Apparently, like. I, I, Haunted as shit. That's the grading system. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but if people don't know, the Queen Mary just... <laughs> From a, mine to yours. Fucking no to haunted as shit. <laughs> That's the scale that we will judge things on. But it's a... If you don't know, because uh, I didn't really know about the Queen Mary till I moved out here. I didn't 
hear a whole lot about it. But it's a uh, it's a retired British ocean liner, mm-hmm. uh, about twice the size of the Titanic. I didn't realize that. This thing oh, really? Is, I didn't huge. know that. It's gigantic, and um, it uh, it sailed. It was like the main ocean liner, um, transatlantic from like 1936 to 1967. So about mm-hmm. 31 years. It was like if you were wanting to take a boat from Europe to America or vice versa, yeah, that was like the number one. That way to travel, around. yeah. So um, also carted troops around for a long exactly. time. Exactly. Um, let's see here. When did they start this bash? I think like 1936 is when it. They started construction in the early 30s, but it, its first voyage was I think in 1936. And for several years, it was just this luxury liner. Uh, Winston Churchill used to take it. Uh, celebrities like uh, Clark Gable, <laughs> old Winnie Choo Choo's, yeah, <laughs> Greta, Greta Garbo. Uh, it was just kind of like the badass luxury liner that uh, you could take you know across the atlantic um but it's funny because you're bringing this up and then somebody mentioned oh shit i want to give credit where credit's due but somebody commented about the last uh fuck go on I'll work, find work it, it you out go, you go on I'll sound find it. it out Kyle. i'm gonna find it you go on then world war ii came around and uh the queen mary they transitioned it into uh into the, what they call the gray ghost they painted the whole thing gray dubbed it the Grey Ghost, uh, and its primary function was to ferry soldiers uh, into the front line. So they would uh, they'd pick up soldiers, I guess, I don't know, if, mm-hmm. you know, around here, you know, San Diego, whatever, wherever the big bases were, and uh, ship them over overseas to World War II. Um, it did uh, 1,001 transatlantic crossings. 1,000 trips Jeez, across what the happened ocean. on that one? Well, they just had to make it past the thing. And, like, <laughs> and uh, where it kind of turns into some haunted stuff was uh, during those uh, thousand uh, crossings across the, the, the ocean there, uh, an estimated 49 recorded deaths occurred on the Queen Mary. How that's got to suck. Because, I mean, the, the notice I'm trying to find, and I'm, I apologize for not remembering where I saw the comment, but <clears throat> somebody was saying was, Thassalophobia uh-huh. is the fear of open water. And right. I don't know if yes. I saw somebody it on, the Re- on Reddit or something. I'm I'm very sorry I'm not giving you credit uh, for the comment. Yeah, somebody tweeted us. Uh, is that what it was? Yeah. It was on Twitter? Uh-huh. All right, I shit. I think so. And maybe I found it. Um, Thassalophobia is a fear of like the deep sea. Like, you're on a boat and then, you die, and then you're just on a boat like you know there's a dead person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember thinking that being on a cruise. Like if somebody dies on a cruise and then you're on the cruise. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, well, we're on the cruise. <clears throat> yeah, you're just kind of trapped I, there. There's the dead, dead guy. They, like, they have to have that. That's what I was thinking. Like, they have to have something in place. Mm-hmm. to like. They don't just put them in the cooler, you know? It's <laughs> in there next to the, the Taco Tuesday fixings. <laughs> we got, you know, Jeff in there hanging out until we get to port next to the ground beef and seasonings. Well, okay, I will tell you. Speaking of that, is- butcher box, code boogie. <laughs> Get yourself two pounds of ground beef shipped over next to a dead guy named Jeff on a cruise ship. That's uh, not true at all. Please, butcher box. We like your product. During World War II, uh, the Great Ghost transported upwards of eight hundred thousand troops to Europe, and in 1942, while carrying ten thousand troops. Yeah, think of how, all right. That's how big the damn thing is. They could carry ten thousand troops on this thing. That's that's like the Staples Center. That's like a basketball arena. The Lassophobia, Fear of the Ocean and Deep Sea you're talking about. Hmm. Yes. From A. Weber at 831 Erex on Twitter. Thank you for the comment. 
Fuck. Yes. <laughs> um, How many football fields was it? I didn't say anything about football fields. Oh, I thought uh, you were measuring something. 10,000 troops. Uh, they were carrying, in 1942. That's a few football fields. While carrying 10,000 troops, uh, the Grey Ghost collided with her escort, the HMS uh, yeah, Curacao. They, they smashed. It sliced this other ship in half. What? And yeah, they it had like an escort. I don't know what they mean by that. I guess side piece. Yeah, another another ship, a smaller ship was going with it. Something happened, and the Gray mm. Ghost collided with the HMS Curacao, sliced it in half. Uh, but because of the threat, now this is during this is forty two. This is during the World War Two. Mm. Uh, so they, I think, this is during the World War during II. the World War Two. I think there was Nazi ships nearby or whatever. They they thought that they were kind of entering enemy territory yeah. so when this collided into the curacao um they didn't really do anything like the curacao they were just like oops sorry and the queen mary Wait, was forced what? to bolt and it left 239 crew members to perish into the sea well that seems unethical like that's rough like big collision Sorry, but we're in enemy territory, so you're on your own. And it just kept going, and 239 people died from the Curacao. That's so crazy. That's how it's pronounced, Curacao? I think that's how you I'm probably mispronouncing it. C-U-R-A-C-O-A. I thought that's how you pronounce Curacao, like the country. I'm not sure, yeah. Curaco? No, Curacao sounds right. Hmm. But yeah, so, and ever since then, uh, and that's not the only incident. We'll get into some more. But a uh, lot of hauntings in this thing. There's supposed to be around 375 rooms. How, hold on. Go ahead. How do you get well, have a whole ship cut in half by another ship? I don't know how that works. And one that's your friend. Like, yeah. they're not talking to each other? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You got a whole boat, and you're like, no, let's just not use our blinker and mm-hmm. cut off another boat. That... Somebody fucked up pretty bad on that one. All right, sorry, cut you off. 375 rooms on the Queen Mary. They think about 50 of them are haunted. A lot of crazy stories. Um, Haunted boat. That's that's double. That's like a haunted thing that you can't get away from. Yeah. Um, A few of the the spirits that people see. This uh, little girl named Jackie. Where did uh, my story about Jackie go? No pirates? Uh, I don't know. No seafaring. A good ghost captain. Ghost captain. They already got scary outfits. They could. Be, I don't. I think this is this is pre. This is post pirate time. If you're a ghost pirate, does the does the wooden leg come back? <laughs> That's a good question. But yeah, if you come back as a ghost, but then you had like false limbs, like now one thing. What uh, if I was a ghost, but I had hair plugs, and then I come back in a hair plug? Like it's double. Now I'm cursed to walk the earth, <laughs> and my the hair I spent money on. Okay, two two types of. Pegs, um, plugs. Makes sense, yeah. Um, all kinds. Of, first of all, I thought it was funny doing some research mm-hmm. on this. They have they refer to uh, first, second, and third class areas yeah. of the boat. So I get like first class, but like also this is I, I, okay. It's it's a boat steerage class, but it's not like you don't have to take this boat the way you might have. Well, a lot of this is before commercial flight. It just seems a little bit weird to be on this huge, gigantic luxury mm-hmm. liner and be like, I'm in third class. You didn't see Titanic? No. You didn't see the movie Titanic? I never saw it. 
Yeah, there's a whole bottom of the ship filled with... Just peasants. Yeah. It just seems weird. Sean, a- Sean Cullen is a comedian, Canadian comedian, which is very... I just A bit of the joke is he's talking about like flying some airline. He's like, there's first class, then there was business class, and I was in the part of the plane which just had Irish people dancing. <laughs> 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 like I was underneath dancing with Irish people. One of the more uh, frequent uh, sightings in the ship is in the ship's second-class pool area, where uh, several ghostly children have been seen. Oh, why the kids? Yeah. Uh, that pool area has now been turned into the Royal Theater. Uh, one of those children was named Jacqueline Torrin, who was around five or six years old when she tragically drowned in that uh, second-class pool. Uh, That's a real kick in the bags. To drown on a boat. Yeah. yeah. Went on a cruise. She drowned. Oh, she fell in? Nah, she just, just passed out in a pool. Yeah. Yeah, that's some bad luck. <laughs> what a kicker. Um, many reports in that area. Uh, they hear uh, a little girl splashing in the water, calling out for her parents. Uh, she's even been said to respond to questions that visitors ask her. Uh, another popular claim is that uh, of a young girl who's often been seen playing hide-and-seek with a guest. Some believe that Jacqueline... goes playing hide-and-seek. <laughs> They're very good at it. Yeah. Uh, some believe that Jacqueline had a friend named Sarah who also drowned in the exact same pool. Uh, several people have reported hearing... Like ghost both, friend? Yeah. Well, I think it was her real-life friend Like they were both when they were both alive. What's going on with this pool? I don't know. Uh, Two peop- kids drowned in the pool? Yeah. People hear the girls singing together. It said, however, that Sarah apparently is very protective of Jackie or Jacqueline as she sometimes lashes out at guests in a temperamental fashion, a very aggressive manner. Uh, one man claimed that she was slapped, that he was slapped by Sarah one night. So, it, creepy right. little girl ghost around the pool. Well, one's fun, one's shitty. Mm-hmm. They both drown. Terrible swimmers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What year did they die? When did when did this happen? Uh, the second girl died in 1949. So the first uh, Jacqueline was. That's when they uh, had the old timey wool swimsuits too. <laughs> Are you a good swimmer? Did you ever take swim lessons as a kid? Well, no, I know how to swim, but I don't know what. I mean, I don't. I can get in a swimming pool with mm-hmm. confidence. Yeah. You ever been in the ocean where you start getting carried out? Yeah. That's that's scary. Yeah, that's a scary feeling. That is scary. I remember being on a on a kayak. With my sister on vacation once and being like, oh, we don't know how to get back. You're not supposed don't go towards the beach. You've got to go perpen- per- parallel. Oh. And, and then angle, it. angle your way. Yeah, get out of that current and angle your way in. Interesting. otherwise you're just going directly at the current. Drowning on a, on a boat is, I'm not laughing at it, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. laughing at it, but it's funny. Um, yeah, that is that is some mm-hmm. weird luck. Um, some other stories, uh, where'd my notes go here? Well, there's a guy named John Petter. Another, another pro, pro approach. Yeah. Uh, this guy named John Petter was an 18 year old, uh, naval officer. He was, uh, let's see. He was crushed by a watertight door down in the, uh, engine room. Oh. Senior second officer, William Eric Stark. Who acts? Oh no, that's a different story. I'll get to that one in a minute. Oh, uh, but this John Peller, eighteen-year-old dude, he's down. He's a naval officer. He's down in the engine room, and this huge door just like cut him in half. Ah, just crushed him. Come on. So he his ghost floating around. Half there. a ghost. 
Full ghost or half a ghost? I don't know. Just his legs. Where does his soul? Is it in the uh, upper body or lower body? Uh, I got, now I want to know about the ergonomics or the, mm-hmm. the, the anatomy. Ghost anatomy. Yeah. Ghost anatomy. That's a new show. It's going to be on CBS. But a doctor. <laughs> it's a ghost doctor that haunts the hospital and uh, helps people. But then they have to tell him it was a ghost. Another ghost people see a lot is who I was just trying to talk about. Senior second officer, William Eric Stark. He accidentally drank uh, dry cleaning fluid out of a gin bottle. Well, his buddy, or his—I think it was—if I remember the story correctly—it was his uh, his his senior officer told him, "Hey, I got a bottle of gin in my in my room. I guess they were wanting to drink. I guess I got a bottle of gin in my room. Why don't you go get that bottle of gin and bring it back here and we'll start drinking that?" And uh, Eric Stark went and retrieved the bottle of gin. And it, it was a bottle of gin. And uh, while walking back to his boss, he started gulping on it. And uh, no, it was no, realized much, that it was... How much do you have to get through before you realize it's poison? Yeah. Dry clean. He drinks... And, and also, who put dry cleaning fluid in a gin bottle? Uh, th- yeah. Some of these guys didn't seem like they were long. It's another story of a cook who was baked alive by his own kitchen staff during World War II, back when it was the Great Ghost. I don't know the details of that. You don't know the details of the guy that was baked alive? No, I don't. Sorry. But yeah. That's the one. Oh, you ever been on a cruise? I have not. Well, now you know they got ovens big enough to cook a dude. Mm-hmm. How about now? Yeah. Uh, let's that's see. how they. That's the burial at sea, but they cremate you in an oven. Um, back in the mm-hmm. 60s, during one of the final transatlantic cruises before the ship was docked in Long Beach... A man went crazy and brutally murdered two women. All right, get this. His crimes were discovered. <laughs> they found, okay, this guy, now there's a couple of variations of this story, but uh, seemingly the most popular version is this dude. They don't know, he was in either room B-222, B-224, or B-226. They're not sure which room, but this guy went nuts. He brutally murdered two women, and when his crimes were discovered, uh, the staff locked the door. They locked him in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they didn't have like a holding cell or anything. So they just locked him, barricaded him in whatever room he was in. Um, there was a, a guard posted outside. A little while later, he started pounding on the door, saying someone was in there with him, trying to kill him. So this guy kills two women. They lock him in the room. Now he's like, "Hey, someone else is in here trying to kill me." Well, that's what you get, dipshit. But uh, the guard ignored him, thinking it was uh, uh, just him trying to you know, trick him and escape. After a while, the passenger quieted down. The guard figured he went to sleep. Get this. The next day, when the ship arrived in New York, the crew summoned the NYPD detectives to come grab this dude. They're like, hey, we got this murderer locked mm-hmm. in this room. Y'all need to come get him. When they opened the door, they found the man had been ripped apart. His entrails ripped out of his body, limbs spread all over the floor. Wait, there was, and then they're like, "There's no way he could have done this himself." So I was leading up to be like, "Oh yeah, this is like misdiagnosed schizophrenia or something." Yeah. What's this guy's name? I don't know. Ugh. Can't expect what me to room? What room was it? Just some, okay, one time on a boat. Well. Like I said, it, initially they weren't sure. It was one of three rooms, B-222, B-224, B-226. They have since, for some reason, combined those or remodeled those three rooms to one big room. 
And that is now, um, which room is that? They call that shit, uh, B340. And that is where so many hauntings happen in room B340. Ooh, B340 yeah. stories, first thing to come up. Yeah, the, uh, the three staterooms were combined into a larger guest room, B340, and the reports continue to this day. By the 1980s, B340 was closed to, to booking guests because, uh, nobody could stay the night. They had so much drama and crazy shit going on in B340 mm. that, uh, everybody who booked that room wound up bailing in the middle of the night. Oh, it's they, open to the public. They just... shut it down for years and have recently yeah. reopened it. You could, for 500 bucks mm. a night, you can rent that room. And, uh, 500 bucks, Dave. We finally get my dream of we podcast from being in bed together with bikes <laughs> in the haunted room. Yes. Come get us, ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All kinds of poltergeist activity. Uh, scared off a lot of well, visitors. They got descriptions on the wall of what happened. Yeah. In there. 499 bucks a night. How much, like... At one point, you know, people would dissuade the idea of something being haunted. Now it's just like, now it'll sell things, mm-hmm. you know. How much is it like, we'll hype it up. It's profitable, so we can hype it up. Yeah, I mean, that's something you always have to deal with as far as like, is this a legit yeah, much like we're, tourist yeah, trap? Much like we were discussing the new, you know, the fascination in true crime. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, is it like... I mean, all right, we're still, we're still like, oh, but we're doing, we want to go see the ghosts, but then it's still the pe- someone who had maybe in real life died, whether or not you believe in ghosts, just like, oh, we're going to go there because someone died a horrible death. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm questioning the ethics of advertising stuff like this. But this one, you don't even know the guy's name. So, yeah. <laughs> Got a couple um, more uh, stories here. Um, one of the more popular ones is this, what they call the woman in white. People have been witnessing a ghostly woman. Ghosts never wear. It's always white or black. Nobody's yeah. wearing like a nice uh, teal. <laughs> it doesn't have the no, same ring. No tie-dye. Yeah. A uh, ghostly woman Ghost dressed in white. Fuchsia. A white evening gown. She's believed to have been uh, a first-class passenger way back when. She's mm. been seen floating at the first-class lounge called the Queen's Salon. Uh, the young, beautiful woman also been seen dancing where no music was playing. However, the piano that is now located in the piano bar near the hotel lobby uh, had been originally in the lounge where her spirit is often seen. So they see that a lot of people seen this lady just sitting on some furniture, just staring at the ground. By the way, when they're describing uh, this, the, the Queen Mary, they're talking about how big it is. Um, but they said that it had two cocktail bars. It's, the, the, the ship is twice the size of the Titanic. It only has two cocktail bars. You think it would have more than that? I well, have you seen modern cruise ships are preposterous? Really? And if you really want to ruin the idea, you look at how terribly wasteful they are. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it's a ridiculous. I mean, that's a Bill Bird joke about you know population control. It's like just people that like cruise ships. Yeah. But I went on a cruise uh, for a gig through Maximum Fun was doing like a thing on a cruise, and like I had fun because other comedians there. Uh-huh. But yeah, they're pretty silly. Yeah. How long was that cruise? It was on. It was like three days or something. Yeah. See, I, w- I would like to go for like three days. You hear these like seven, eight, nine day two. I, I don't. Yeah, that, that seems too long. But then you're on this boat, and there is so much. Like there's casinos and restaurants, and isn't that? But it's also self-contained on the water. Like 
all that trash has to go somewhere. Yeah. All that's, you know, they say like, like that's a big thing. I mean, I had a joke about it, but like when you get on the cruise ship, like you have to sign a sworn statement that you don't have diarrhea or you're not sick. <laughs> Which I was like, I laugh my ass off because like, I, like clearly what they want is that you don't have an infectious disease because you're on a boat. If you yeah. get sick, you get other people sick and everybody's sick on that boat. Yeah. But I was just laughing about the idea. I'm like, you're going to give me a seafood buffet and all the drinks I can have. I'm going to have diarrhea before I check into my room. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to shit in the hot tub. That's how much I'm going to destroy myself mm-hmm. on a cruise. Make me act like I'm not going to get diarrhea. Uh, crab daiquiri. That's what I'm going to have. That's why I put crab legs in a daiquiri I've ordered. I've never had any desire. Never to, had a crab daiquiri? To perform on a cruise ship. For those who don't know, in the world of comedy, I'm not saying all these guys are hacks, but it's kind of your real hacky guys. Their goal isn't to get a TV show or do this or that. The the, the end game for the real road hacks is I want to get on the cruise ship. Yeah, because you make know, good money. I don't even know if it's end game as much as it's just the out to pasture of yeah. of like yeah. where comedians wind up. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. Uh, just being trapped in there with the same people you perform to every night. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, comedian. Like, yeah. Well, I think sometimes you're not allowed to, like, mingle. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, uh, who? Somebody I know, that, I guess, like, Second City had a stage on one of these boats. Uh-huh. And a friend went to visit them. Like, no, they all have their own kind of quarters downstairs where they all hang out. And, huh. You know, everybody in a boat gives each other whatever VD they have. You know, it's like Titanic, <laughs> but with, it's like Titanic, but instead of the Irish down there, it'd be, it'd be a improv troops. Yeah. So imagine that hell. Oh God. Imagine that hell. In the windowless bowels of a ship with improvisers. Oh God. <laughs> and the one lone stand-up. We need a location. Cruise ship. <laughs> Your mom's ass. Oh God. That's it. I'm going to take some backlash for this. All right. You got an accent? I know. No. (laughs) (laughs) I know that there are good improvisers out there. I've been to about 15 or 20 improv. Not been to, but like Mm. been to stand-up shows where, oh, before there's our show, there's an improv show. I've yet to see a good improv show. Oh, I've seen plenty. I've never seen one. It is. um, I know they're out there. I know there's a lot of talented folks doing that. But, but I can only imagine like things. taking somebody to an amateur comedy show and how uh, painful it is to watch. Yeah, I'm sure they it's the can same say thing. Same as an open when mic. you're wandering into an amateur improv show, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same shit. But when you go see a good one, LA, you go to UCB and see a proper improv show. It's like, goddamn, mm. that is. As a stand-up, I will look at that and go, like, I am impressed. And you think about all the silly games improvisers do, like, oh yeah, you are stretching out. You know. Mm-hmm. The, the the muscles of your mind to get loose and be able to be like, oh, yeah, I'll accept that idea and run with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, what if a ghost, an improviser ghost? Fucking the worst. Keeps tapping me on the Fucking shoulder. Wor- oh, God. Freeze. See, I never understood that that concept. Like the the, the ones I've seen, they'll, they'll be in the middle of a scene and then like somebody will just tag in. Yeah. And then the scene changes. Like just that's let them, improv. Yeah, let them finish what they were building. No, that. that's what a good team notices the big laugh, the end of it, mm-hmm. and, and then jumps in to change it up. Answer. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's the point of it. Oh. 
ghost improv. A ghost improviser stuck on a cruise ship. I would jump off. I would jump into the water. <laughs> I, would, I would kill myself. But yeah, um, widely known as the <laughs> most haunted ship in the world. It's because it's parked there. Mm-hmm. What's, What's that? that yeah, what do you think? Some, you think like one of these new cruise ships is haunted? Even if it was, you wouldn't notice. You got a water slide to be on. Yeah. You got a water slide and a sushi buffet, a 24-hour sushi buffet. You're not going to notice a ghost. Queen Mary's old. It's got no It's got no razzle-dazzle. You got to sell these ghosts because they can't add new stuff to it because it's historic. We've touched on this premise before, but like, what, what do you think is – I, I want to hear new ghost stories, meaning what do you think – what building or where a house, business, apartment, theater, boat – Yeah. What's the – Newest, like a, haunt, thing that's a haunted Coles. Yeah, like a, a haunted Chipotle. You know, <laughs> like I want to hear those stories of like, or a, you know, a, a McMansion that was built two years ago and it's already haunted. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, but you haunted Chipotle. Maybe you got people that are already working at Chipotle. They're like, I don't give a shit. Like, I have a ghost. I'm like, fuck you. I make minimum wage. Walks extra. Yeah, I don't have time to care. Yeah, I, I, I most you know we got we got the tools, but what do you got else on Queen on oh, Queen Mary? It's by the Spruce Goose or the Spruce Goose moved. Howard Hughes's uh, oh. largest wooden aircraft. Saw nice. that as a kid when on a first trip to California. Really? Yeah, Spruce Goose wood, cool. wooden airplanes. Metal was a a resource that was needed. So crazy. Howard Hughes whipped up and only flew. For a little bit, and they parked it right there. But now they moved it. I think it's in this Seattle or something. Hmm. Yeah, those, those are the broad strokes New there. Those are some of the more more famous hauntings day. or sightings uh, inside the Queen Mary. I need we need we should go down there definitely. I'm I'm surprised I haven't been down there yet. Uh, they do a big thing on Halloween. It's supposed to be pretty. Yeah, big. they got some. Uh, they gotta do more haunted house, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what do we want? What we, so we got a haunted boat. Now, because I was looking up for new new haunted stuff, I found the thrillist uh, haunted most haunted spot of each uh, state. Oh yeah, California. What do you think California was going to be? Either this or the Winchester Winchester Mansion. No, nope. nobody died at the Winchester Mansion. That's true. Was one yeah, that's true. lady with OCD and a uh-huh. lot of money. Yeah. Willy Wonka and her shit. <laughs> I don't know. What is the most haunted thing in California? That's where we, we were at the Madonna Inn. It's like if like that lady had like focus. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's, uh, according to Thrillist, it's a Heaven's Gate mass suicide site. Here we are talking about a big... Oh, one. was that in California? Yes. Yeah, where, where was uh, that? The San Diego suburb of Rancho Santa Fe. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's uh, that's the Hellbop Comet, the purple Nike people. 30, 39 people, yeah. Jeez. They all had, yeah, they all had uh, no, black sweatshirts and sweatpants, Nike sneakers, faces covered with purple cloth, and carrying $5.75 in one pocket. A toll to catch a ride on the Comet. The Comet take, took U.S. currency, I guess. I mean, that's all right. Did we ever look into that one? Like no, a group of people willing because this like the like Jonestown, jo- Jonestown, but that was Jonestown. Yeah, that was that was a. Uh, they were that was poisoning eight hundred kids. Yeah, they 900? were feeding it to the kids, and that was real fucked. Mm-hmm. 
But this one where it seems like everybody was like, yeah, we're going to do this. Like, we're just on board with it. Georgia, where do you think Georgia is? Most haunted place in Georgia? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got to be Savannah. It'll be yeah. something in Savannah, right? No, it says the Oakland Cemetery. Oh, Oakland Which Cemetery. Shit, we were just... That's yeah, right there in... Uh, that's like right there in Reynolds Town near... Kind of just no, south of Cabbage Town. across the street of... Uh, you say just south of Cabbage Town? It's basically is Cabbage Town, yeah. It's That's, a, that's a real statement? Mm-hmm. Just south of Cabbage Town. Just south of Cabbage Town. Sounds yeah. like when your butt stinks. Yeah, cool neighborhood there. That shit just went south of Cabbage Town. I'll tell you <laughs> that much. Uh, it's across from the... Uh, so Memorial... Claremont, right? Uh no no Claremont uh, Claremont's on Ponce de Leon. We went somewhere where like we were across the street from hmm. that cemetery. It's real close to Homegrown. It's about a mile mile west of Homegrown. Maybe that's why near Daddy D's barbecue. Daddy D's on Memorial South of yeah Cabbage Oakland Cemetery. Very Daddy cool. D's. It's huge too. It's it's cemetery. real big. You could spend hours in there just wandering around. I want to see. I don't know, where the hell was I that I was across the street? <clears throat> I want to know. I want to know, and I'm going to waste the listener's time mm-hmm. finding out. Woo! <laughs> oh, I think we went to some oh, some good eating place over there. Oh, yeah. Tinlet, no, Rhea's Bluebird, I think. Yeah, okay, right across from there. <clears throat> yep. That place was tasty. Too. Right I mean, across it's, from there. It's Atlanta. Everything I ate was great. Ooh, uh, let's see. Illinois, Raven's Grin Inn. Never heard of you. Uh, it's it's just a guy. This guy's alive. How's it haunted if he's alive? Fucking thrillist. But yeah, man. Okay, here's a question. All right. Um, I'm ready. Go give you an answer. The ship. All right. The Great Ghost, the Queen Mary, whatever you want to call it. There. I'm always interested in like how ghost. Like, what qualifies, like, the location? because they probably don't. So, like, somebody dies on the ship, but they're in fucking England. Yeah. That ghost stays on the ship and is now permanently in Long Beach? I mean, if we're going to go down this road of the logic of hauntings. Well, they got this one dude, this one guy, didn't even die on the ship. He was a captain or something. Didn't what die on you... the ship, but he they see his ghost everywhere. How's that work? We what, find this dude. What if he die on an escalator? Captain Treasure Jones. Well, John Treasure Jones. He was the final captain of the Queen Mary, having sailed the ocean liner from sixty-five to sixty-seven. Lived a long life. After retirement of the ship, he passed. So he didn't even pass away on the ship. He passed away in ninety-three. Twenty-five years after he stopped captaining this this ship, his spirit, however. Said to have come back to the ship, people often report smelling his cigar smoke in the captain's quarters when no one else is smoking cigars. Maybe because some of it's bullshit. Maybe that's it. Mm -hmm. Maybe for as much as we want to believe, occasionally, some of it's horseshit. Yeah. But see, that just... And that's it? Because they smelled a cigar? That's all? (laughs) Cigars smell like shit. Yeah, I don't know why, but see, he didn't even—he died twenty-five years later and not on the ship. But yet, his his ghost supposed to be wandering around. I, I don't. I don't, I don't fart a ghost right into your captain's quarters. I don't get that at all. But yeah, you could take tours. 
Ghost Tours of the Queen Mary. Like I said, you can rent that one room, 499 bucks a night. I don't know what the other rooms are going for. But uh, I've seen, I like I said, I haven't never been there, but I, I saw some videos and stuff. And it looks, well, it's because it's an old, it's an old ship. But like any old place is going to look creepy. But like this is. That's creepy. the thing. Like when do people start reporting to ghosts? Like, well, oh, that's that's ghosts don't ghosts don't have like a moratorium of like. <laughs> you mean like throughout history? When's the first time we started well, I'm hearing saying, about? Like, all right, all right. If you if you uh, Salem maybe. Okay, but no, no. I mean like if you live in a building or something where somebody passes away and then you start seeing their ghost around. Okay, but if that person died like on a cruise ship, people are coming in and out. Where someone who doesn't know that a little girl drowned in the pool uh-huh. starts seeing the ghost. Yeah. When does that start happening? Is it when ghosts are popular and they're in an old place that's been around and they start seeing them? Or is it when it's two weeks later and somebody has no previous knowledge of what occurred there and uh-huh. they're like, I saw some shit, uh-huh. and then it matches up with yeah. the actual events? That's what I'm more interested in. Not people going to an old boat and being like, oh, you know, in this old boat filled with old spooky stories, I'm going to see stuff. I'm going to, you know, be encouraged to think that way mm-hmm. much like uh you know how we we're talking about hypnotism and how you can kind of be lulled and convinced now that's a much more directed way to do it but maybe hey you know this place is haunted and oh, by the way and it looks like every haunted spooky old thing and then you're there and you let your mind you've relaxed your mind to the idea of it more for yourself and so every little crack or bang on the wall is a ghost you know, everything you see out of the corner of your eye is a ghost because you've been told that. That's why people don't see them in Chipotle. Yeah. Because nobody told them Chipotle could be haunted, too. Mm-hmm. That's why there's a ghost in Chipotle going, God damn it, I need you mm-hmm. to accept me. And everybody's like, man, Chipotle, whatever, it's drafty in here. Mm-hmm. And it's a frustrated ghost in Chipotle mm-hmm. slapping the chips out of your hand. And you're like, man, I'm drunk at Chipotle. I like that corn salsa. Mm-hmm. What is that, just corn? Just corn and peppers and onions and shit. So you could just put corn and some salsa and have corn salsa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how that works. All right. Well, that's easier, man. I, I get all the salsas when I go there. They're like, what? I'm like give, me, give me them all. There's, they got like five. I like that Sofritas. It appeals to my vegetarian yeah. lifestyle where I eat to eat yeah. fish and try stare that. at pictures of chicken. I try that. Um. So, yeah, there you go. We'll go. It's right there. We can go. We can go haunt around. We should go do it. Uh, let me change gears real quick. Just to let you know about this. Did you hear about this? Mm-hmm. Happened this week. Uh, found a big ass dead humpback whale in the Amazon jungle. A <laughs> big fucking dead whale in a jungle. How far? And I read some about that. I was like, I'm, I'm looking at a thing. I got it up here. Sixteen <laughs> yards from the beach. Sixteen hmm. yards. So it's gonna be. Uh... 30, 50, uh, 48 40, feet. It's about 50 feet up. Mm-hmm. But, which, of course, that doesn't sound, you know, so okay. It's right there. But what's weird about this is the time of year, I guess this being February, apparently these type of whales uh, this time of year are like four, they should be 4,000 miles away because they migrate and they have feeding seasons and mm-hmm. feeding waters and uh, yeah. all, all his buddies are 4,000 miles away in this big, dumb, dead whale. It's still in the Amazon dead. Well, they, all right. I'm not, so, fit, we sure it's not. How much do they think it? It's on an island, first off. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a video of it now. All the stuff around it's pretty thrashed. Uh huh. 
Like maybe it wasn't a tidal wave, but it was already kind of beached and something else carted it up there. Yeah, UFO. Maybe UFO. 50 feet from the Amazon River shoreline. Uh-huh. Not because it was in the Amazon. That's weird, too. Not, okay, I'm looking at this video. Nashable. Okay, well, so, yeah, it was supposed to migrate. <clears throat> That's not cause of death is unknown. It's <laughs> on the beach. Well, it's a young whale. All right, so it's a young young whale. 26 feet long. Not that big. Not that big. Big deal. A couple few tons, probably. 26 feet. Uh, Yeah, big enough. Uh, but yeah, I guess it's no, not... Gonna, uh topsy the whale. Yeah, I, I think the main thing that people are confused no. about is this time of year it shouldn't be there. Yeah, on land. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. I, it's a weird thing, but I don't think I, 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 I'm sure there's a plausible explanation for this guy. Who knows? Young whale lost, doesn't know what's supposed to do. Big wave, pushed it up there. Oh shit! <laughs> why can't they breathe on? The, can they breathe on the land? Why can't a whale breathe on the land? Yeah, breathes a mammal. It's a, it's a mammal, right? Breathes oxygen. Yeah. Why is it a fucking mammal if it doesn't have hair? I never, oh. I never understood that. I get the, the science. No, it does. It's it's more got, no, no, it'll have, it'll have like whiskers in this neck. Does it really? Yeah. Oh, I think of a mammal. I think of a, a full coat. No, man. Hmm. Whiskers is all it takes. Really? On some things. What's another example of a mammal that doesn't have fur? Seals have fur. No. Ooh, are are seals mammals? Yeah, I it's guess skin. Yeah, I guess it's close to a whale. Yeah. Huh. All right. Look at that. We're learning shit. Well, what do we, we? Okay, Queen Mary, let's go. Come on, boat ghosts. <clears throat> <laughs> Look at this fucking boat ghost. I'm. What do you think? Dr- I think drowning on a boat is dumb. Uh huh. I think drowning on a cruise ship is the dumbest way to die. Yeah, that's what I think. It's unfortunate, uh-huh. but the irony of it yeah. is silly to me. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like uh, a choking a death death at a Heimlich convention. I don't. All right, no, I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't have. A, I was trying to think of a thing inside of a thing that would you know. You know, yeah. I don't know. What I was really, trying to think of a really turducken that tragedy. I, that's why I was trying to go with like a you know the Mobius strip a logical uh, rigmarole. Oh man, what you plugging? What do you got? You got a bunch of stuff you don't plug. What's going on with? um, I forgot some stuff. What's going on with uh, those who can't? You on any more episodes of that? I don't know. Probably season. That's on Monday's night. Monday nights on True TV. I saw you on that one a couple weeks ago. It was real funny with your fuck doll. Yeah. What was her name? Got me some out of the boiler room with your fuck doll. Yeah, they got they got me doing some real. It's real fun. Lot of lot of stuff to make my mom sad on that. Um, It's coming out uh, on the fifth of March. Where are you going to be? Sure it is. Where are you going to be? Ooh, Madison, Wisconsin this weekend. Oh, my really? Favorite, one of my favorite places Dude, to play. That is such a fun place. We were up there together. Yeah, man. Years ago. That was way back. Yeah, it was way back. Ate a, yeah. bunch, of, ate a bunch of cheese curds. Hell yeah. I'm going to do that again. Madison for the weekend, and then the week after, Cleveland and Cincinnati and Morgantown, all leading up to our sold-out show in Pittsburgh uh, for the Boogie Monster Live and... I guess we could say we've been teasing you with doing uh, New York on the 23rd. Who knows? And we're still waiting to hear back from the festival uh, if we're doing it. Yeah. It's cool. It's only three weeks away, and uh-huh. they still haven't confirmed anything. Yeah. So don't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm going to be all over the place starting tomorrow. I'll be doing a bunch of dates in Michigan tomorrow. You catch me in uh, Traverse City. You ever been up there to Traverse City? Once a long time ago. Real cool. cool. I, I like that spot. Be in Kalamazoo. I'll be in Lansing, Detroit, Waterford, Burton, Lapeer, Ann Arbor. Uh, thought I might have had some Indianapolis uh, Indianapolis date. Uh, that fell through. Nobody in Indianapolis wants to fucking book me. That's fine. Really? Um, I, I was, instead of that, I'm doing Columbus, Ohio. On the 14th, we'll be at the Walrus. That should be fun. Uh, two nights in Dayton, Ohio at Wiley's. Then you can catch me in Baltimore on the 21st at Joe Squared. And then, uh, like you said, 22nd. Oh, boy, you're out then for... Yeah, I'm out for about three weeks. Two, two and a half, three weeks. So, yeah, uh, dumbdavestone.com. Get all those... Uh, you can buy tickets to all these shows. And, uh, you know, come on out. It'll be fun. Bring snacks. Bring your mom. It's an all-ages show. You can bring your grandparents. Whatever. We'll have a good time. Don't drown in a boat. No. Yeah, man, good times. Uh, no comic of the week this week. I got a, I tease that uh, jambalaya recipe. I'll, I'll do that next week. I'll make sure I have it all. Corn salsa. Buy some salsa. Put yeah. corn in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's one of your, that's one of your, that's one of your boy Kyle's old recipes. You like salsa and corn? Put the corn in salsa, just like chipotle. <laughs> and yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we don't. Uh, I rarely ask you to do this, but spread the word if you enjoy this stupid show. Let's get some word of mouth going. Tell your buddies to tune in every Tuesday. You can join the Patreon. That's at patreon.com slash boogiemonster. Four bucks a month, you get the Q&A, you get the Dave's Kitchen. You know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a good time. So. It's a good time. It's a good time. Drowning on a boat. Mm-hmm. What a fucking stupid thing. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it happens. That's, that's still killing me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm done. All right. The Boogie Monster.